Hello, friends, and welcome to Wednesday Night Dinner. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Wednesday Night Dinner, a Catholic Terps podcast. I am your co-host, Sarah Hall. And I am your co-host, William Pellegrino. And this episode is sponsored by the nice weather we had today, or at least hopefully, because we're pre-recording this episode in advance, and the weather could change at any time. Maybe it'll snow again. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, Will, could you go ahead and just do your high-low and GMO of the week? Oh, absolutely. So we'll, of course, as always, we'll start with the low. Uh, Today has been a continuation in my quest of, I figure out that I can't read. Uh, It's been a problem (laughs) since freshman year. A little bit of context. I don't like talking about school a whole lot on this podcast, but sometimes it just needs to be reiterated. So I took an (laughs) exam today, and I thought I did really, really well coming out of it, and I missed a few problems. So as a good student, I go back and check my answers. Like, hey, what I get wrong? Only to have my disappointment figure out that all the answers I missed weren't because I didn't know what I was talking about, but simply because I can't read. And I misread the questions. Oh, no. And to add insult to injury, I'm also a weird person in that for especially Zoom exams, I'll actually talk myself through the problem like, oh, the answer is blank because of X, Y, Z. And one of the problems I even said, oh, it is blank because of X, Y, Z proceeds to put in the exact opposite of the answer into the box because, once again, I can't read. So (laughs) this is, I don't know, it's a problem I'm trying to solve, but it's a continuous chapter in the never-ending quest of uh, even at age 21, I still don't know how to read. So It's okay. I don't think anyone, uh, anyone, it could happen to anybody, yeah. I feel like I need to go to, what is it, like Father Conrad's or like a poetry, like pastries and poetry group or something yeah. like that. It's like and on Fridays at nine. I'd so- it sounds super fun. I would be one of those people that went there for the pastries rather than the poems. <laughs> However, maybe these I past, should go. Go ahead. These past couple of weeks, I think it's been all like a Zoom thing. So I think I think pastries has not been... Uh, incorporated into it too much yet because you know COVID. It's good. Um, it's, go- it's gonna but... be like they have the logo of pastries and poems, and there's just a slash of the patri- pastries. It's just poems. It's like coming soon pastries <laughs> <laughs> with poems. But I feel like I need to go for the poems part because then by reading poems, theoretically, I increase my reading skills. So <laughs> some something in the future. Uh, as for my high moment, uh, for by the time this comes out, two days ago at that point was the feast of the chair of St. Peter. That's uh, chair of St. <laughs> Peter, pray for us, you know. And so as a celebration to the chair of St. Peter, my roommates and I had a Mario Kart competition at home. Oh, and yes. so I, I brought home the win for the chair of St. Peter. That was who I was racing for. And so... Pulled in a win on that, but it was super nice, A, because it allowed a little bit of celebration going into last week and going into my God moment, talk about the tech fast that I'm doing, but essentially it was a little bit of a break from that, but it was in a nice, like, fun way to allow a little bit of camaraderie in there, 
which is also nice, especially with the lockdown we're currently having, like kind of yes. getting that camaraderie is kind of nice. It has a little bit of spice into your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be my high moment. And then my God moment has kind of been going on throughout the week. I can't define a specific moment, but it's so for Lent, I'm giving up essentially like all social media, like YouTube and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And seeing how I'm able to take that time, especially with YouTube, apparently like I have like 700 more hours in my week without YouTube than I did with YouTube. (laughs) So like being able to identify that area, I mind you, there have been days where it's been horrible. Like I don't know what withdrawal feels like, but I, maybe it's something like what it is starting the tech fast. Like I even start (laughs) on Ash Wednesday. There were, like, three times where I picked up my phone, and my thumb, like, on its own, would make all the movements to get onto, like, social media app X, and I'm like, oh my, like, it was on its own. Like, I didn't even have to think about it. It was just second nature, like, one, two, three oh on there. I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Like, this is an actual problem. <laughs> Had you deleted the app off your phone at that point? I removed the apps from where they were, okay. so I can't, can't get on them anymore, but okay. it's been nice over the week, kind of stepping down from that and being able to use my time for other things, putting it more into prayer, putting it more into being productive. Yeah. So all around, I think God's been working through that. And so I'd say that that's my technically not a God moment, but we're going to define it as God week. During <laughs> the first week of Lent. <laughs> I think that's the first God week we've had on this podcast. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll get more. Maybe at some point, like, we'll have a God month. I have no idea how that'd be defined, like, because it's kind of out of the scope of what we have. But, hey, you never know. We'll just always be bigger and better. (laughs) (laughs) But how about you, Sarah? What's your high-low GMO? Okay. As typical, I'm starting with a low. And my low is that my tires of my car desperately need air in them, and I don't know how to fix that. Like, I I know the solution is to, like, put air into your tires, of course. Um, But there's two problems. One, there's in College Park, um, the gas stations that I've been to, I've gone to the air pump thing and the like tube of it has been slashed. So it doesn't actually work. Like, which is like, like, wait, like, like there's like a hole in the tube. Like there's like a little slit in the tube, whether it like dry rotted or like someone maybe stepped on it and like, stretch it too far i don't know but like (laughs) the the air pumps either don't work in college park and the second issue i have is even if the air pumps did work i don't actually know how to put air into my tires which like i really could just look up on a youtube video like that's the least of my issues but like yeah so my that's my low um and it's i've needed to do it for maybe like two weeks now and i've just been putting it off my get to that yeah, I I will. <laughs> I don't drive enough though. Like, oh, that's fair. That's I'm not fair. like road tripping or anything. It's not like a huge deal. Um, my high, I okay. I I was saying to Will just before we recorded this that I feel like a lot of my like highs have to do with food in these. But like honestly, I'm a food person and I it makes me happy. Um. And so my high is that I restocked on everything bagels today. Yes. Um, And so I'm really excited about that because I have a deep 
love for everything bagels. Speaking um, of everything bagels, uh, do you know Lidl has like everything bagel <gasps> seasoning? Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you I, do you have a container of that? Um, I think we have like three at our apartment because you can also okay, get good. it at Trader Joe's. And so okay. my mom got it for me as a gift right before sophomore year started. And then someone else had it last year. And then thinking that we've forgotten it, like this year we also bought some more, something like that. But we have a lot of it. And it's <laughs> great. It's a 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, my God moment. Um, so as... Some people may know this past weekend was women's retreat. Um, usually during semesters, um, spring retreat is big. It's with all four grades, um, everything like that, which because of COVID that, of course, couldn't happen this year. But um, instead, we had a like women's silent retreat, which I don't know. I don't know too much about CSC retreat history, but that's the first one that I know of happening. That's like officially CSC. Um, do you know of any of them? Like, has that ever happened before? Uh, not, not in my time. My time was always, see, when I first came here, it was all retreats were all four grades. Oh, wow. Then my second year, we split it to freshman, sophomore in the fall, and then mm-hmm. big retreats in the spring. And of course, this year with COVID, we had smaller retreats at the CSC, but no yeah. silent retreats from my recollection. Okay. Um, well... I think my God moment kind of coming from that weekend is um, my, so my prayer since like probably about halfway through last semester has been like pretty dry, like just quiet on God's end, Um, which like, you know, I've been okay with, like pretty, pretty decently okay with that. At one point I kind of got frustrated because I was like, really like, come on God. But like, it's honestly just been kind of cool learning to like be able to love him in that like type of prayer. Um, but I, I would say my God moment for this weekend was that, um, I got a little, I got a little nudge. I got a little nudge um, from God and you know, it was small. It was the very classic, like along the lines of like, Sarah, like you need to give up control and like give things over to me that are, stressing you out um but like I don't know that was just really nice to have and it was just a really great gift because like I know it didn't have to happen you know um but it was just a it was a really nice grace to have for the weekend that's incredible like 1000 because I remember I went when I first started doing spiritual direction way back. That was the first thing I came out of. So I pretty like to dry. <laughs> what the heck do I do? I originally thought, like, am I praying badly? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, my prayer's dry. Like, I don't know. I see, like, some people at the CSC who are, like, praying. And I mean, you can literally see, like, the joy in their face or, like, yes. the stuff that's there. And I look at my prayer, like, that ain't me. Like, I'm Mm-mm. just, like, sitting here and I'm like, all right, God, what do you want to tell me? And the answer is, I don't know, sometimes just nothing. And I'm like, okay, am I like messing something? I'm like, am I missing a step? Like, am I not adding an ingredient to my prayer that needs to? Mm -hmm. And the big lesson that I got from that was like, hey, spiritual, like that dryness in prayer is a sign in of itself of growth. Yeah. I thought that that was really like fascinating. And it sounds like that's exactly what you kind of that little nudge that you got. Yeah, exactly. I'm curious about, speaking of, like, silent retreats and all that, 
I've never been to one. Uh, mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if how good I'd be in that environment. We'll see in a couple of weeks with the men's retreat, but I don't like to shut up. <laughs> I mean, that's just a like general example of things. <laughs> but how was that? Like, going back, the CSC's never done this before. Like, yeah, what yeah. actually, like, went on, like, during the retreat? Like, yeah. I have no idea. Um. Okay, so first off, I guess first... I'll talk about like what I, where I was at kind of going into retreat because like you just said, like you don't stop talking. I don't stop talking either. Like I, I don't stop talking. And if I'm not talking then I'm like keeping my brain busy to a point where like I'm essentially talking. Um, I like to keep myself very busy, very filled schedule wise. That's just how I've always been. And so honestly going into retreat, I was like kind of, nervous, not necessarily dreading it. Cause that's like a little extreme, but I was kind of just like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Like my prayer has been dry recently. Um, like I, this is just going to be like 24 hours of like a lot of prayer and a lot of dry, which like would have been really good, but like I was not going into it with like the most positive mindset, um, kind of thing. And so yeah, I honestly, like, didn't know what to expect, and I, my, like, people say, like, oh, don't go in with expectations, and I feel like that sometimes applies to, like, oh, like, you know, sometimes you might go into these expectations with God, like, coming down and, like, speaking to you, and you hear his booming voice, and it's just, like, really, yeah, like, really <laughs> incredible thing, but my expectations were kind of the opposite of that, um, which, yeah, that's kind of where I was at going into it. Um, the actual retreat though ended up being like really really good and like I didn't I always thought of myself as a person who hated rest and who hated silence but like dude ever since retreat ended Saturday night I have been wanting to go back to that um it like so I can get to this a little bit later we kind of switch back and forth between virtual in person a little bit but then virtual again but like taking those details out. Um, We started out the retreat with like a talk from Father Conrad and we had a small group. And then after those small group is when like silence began. Um, And then um, we had all night adoration going on at the CSC, which was like really cool to have because I don't know, that's just like a really special thing. You could sign up. Um, What were you going to ask? Which slot did you end up getting? Oh, I did 5 to 6 a.m. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's a fair yes. slot. I've done, since like coming to the CSC with retreats, my first one ever, I did two. Two o'clock in the morning with Kelly DeFonso and Stephen McNearney. Mm-hmm. And it was like our first major friendship bond moment. Um, there's like pictures that we have that we like took selfies on our way in the pouring down rain <laughs> on that retreat. It was really cute. Um, so I've done like 2 a.m., I've done one, I've done a three o'clock, done a six o'clock. So I was like, we're going to do five o'clock this time. That'll be good. I like it. I like the various. See, I always go for, I look at the sign up sheet, which everyone has the least amount of people. That's typically where I go, which tends to be between 3.30 and 4.30 a.m. Because it's at the point where it's almost too late, like if you just want to stay up, Mm -hmm. but it's too early if you want to like wake up early and go. 
Okay, do you do you typically stay up or do you wake up early? I typically go to bed, wake up, go through it, go back to bed. Okay, okay, I respect so, that. I respect I that. Do, I like I like my sleep. Now, in recent times, I would typically like stay up a little bit more cuz you know, as me the homeschool party animal that I was <laughs> going into retreat, like I'd got to a point where like I enjoyed talking with my friends and all that like Yeah. I won't say more as time progressed. Like, I didn't like talking to my friends and then, like, talking to them. But I got to the point where I began recognizing a little bit, like, hey, a lot of Mm -hmm. retreat comes through the bot, like, the bonds that you make and, like, the late night stuff. Like, hey, the dance parties and the other stuff that used to go on. Those are the memories that you keep with you for the rest of your life. Uh, Me going to sleep for two extra hours doesn't quite compensate for that. So... (laughs) yeah yeah so we had all night adoration and then the next morning we had there was a like small talk and there was opportunities for like spiritual direction um and then in the afternoon there was also a talk and by saturday evening um once the silence was broken we had another small group session and then like kind of a large group sharing of graces from the retreat um, and then kind of like the things I just listed off really took like the set schedule of things really didn't take too long considering it was literally all day Saturday um, because the rest of it, they kind of just were like, you know what? You can spend it in the chapel praying um, because the, the because of how their treat numbers were like we could be in the chapel and like stay socially distanced and like by policy and stuff. Um, they were like. But other than that, like, if you're not in the chapel, we do ask that you're not, like, hanging out at the CSC. Um, but, like, Father Conrad encouraged us. He's like, sometimes I've taken I've taken the best naps ever on retreat. And so I came back and I took a nap. And it was so, so good. And, like, just restful. Because it wasn't the kind of nap of, like, oh, my gosh, I've been, I haven't slept for three days because I've been working. So I'm going to just, like, pass out. This is, like, I'm going to sit down and, like, intentionally take a nap. But, like in prayer um it was like you know how people talk about how like you go throughout your day and you should like do everything with like intention yes kind of thing almost like do everything in prayer it like helped me to I guess get a better understanding of what that like looks like practically because it quite literally simplified everything down um like no phones no social media. Like, I turned my phone off for it. Um, didn't get on my laptop. Um, I didn't even... I didn't talk to Kelly and Emily at all. Um, like, yeah, not talking to your roommates, not talking to really anybody. The only person I spoke to during the silent time was Lisa, because I went to spiritual direction with her. Nice. Um, but yeah, that was... That was it. It was really, really cool. See, that's incredible. Because I was going to ask, like, I don't... I remember last retreat, we had two hours of silent time. Mm-hmm. And I, in that point, I was like, what do I do with myself? Because I haven't, what is it? I took a lap, like, around all of campus, from the CSC yeah. all the way around the border and back. And then I'm like, dang, what more could I, like, do for the remaining mm-hmm. however many hours? I like napping with purpose. That, no, yeah. <laughs> they had um they had in the back of our retreat booklet, which was super nice. Because some people had gone on it and they had been on silent retreats before. And so like 
there were a couple people who like really spent a lot of time just like in the chapel in prayer, um, which was like cool. Um, but for me personally, like that wasn't the best, I guess, option, quote unquote. Um, and so I, you can like turn to the back of the little booklet that they gave us and, um, they had like a couple of things listed. So it was like, oh, go on like a rosary walk or maybe not a rosary walk, but just like a walk around campus or, um, you could, yeah, take a nap, maybe get some like reading in, like a spiritual reading kind of thing, journal for a little while. Um, it like, I... I can see how it might have been, like, it's daunting because you think, like, oh, you don't have your phone, you don't have schoolwork to do, you don't have people to talk to, like, I'll just get bored, but, like, that really didn't happen. Dang. Well, I'm excited then for the men's retreat coming up, because I don't know, it eases a lot of, like, because I I'll tell you what, I'm an old dog when it comes to, like, students here and all that, and, like, I have the retreat format I'm used to, which is... For CSC format, go in, talk, small group, talk, small, basically a lot of talks, a lot of small groups, a lot of socializing. And so being able to switch, speaking of talks, Mm -hmm. were there a lot of talks there or was it just like one or two talks and then you just kind of were able to reflect? No, it was like Father Conrad, like I said, gave one at the beginning. Um, And then our two retreat leaders, Raisa and Josie. They both each gave one on Saturday that was kind of spread out or more like witness talks. Um, And yeah, it was just those three um, just very simple, um, definitely very impactful talks. Um, But yeah, yeah, it was definitely less structured than I'm used to a a retreat being. But that's what kind of made it good Um, because I went into it knowing that it would be different anyways. Okay. That's see. That's really were the witness talks like I don't know. Was there a how how do I say this? Is there like time for like after the witness talk is done? Were you expected to like hey focus your prayer on what was said in any given talk, or were they just like the talks are there to use as a resource? However, it's not like in old retreats, which is like hey you go from what is it retreat talk a mm-hmm. little bit of reflection time small group essentially your prayer following a talk is directly reflected on the talk that was given i would say yeah i would say that it wasn't necessarily like reflect on the talk like if there was something said in the talk definitely yes um reflect on that but i think that the way that it was done um like i I keep saying it was really cool it was really awesome um but the talks were more so just like a guidance on like prayer versus like the typical retreat topic because I feel like a typical retreat there's like like walking on water and so you'll kind of go through that passage and like reflect on it and then talk about that this was more so just like um talks on like prayer which allowed for you to just kind of like listen and like grow in knowledge about it but like for what you were like thinking and praying about what it quite literally was was like like love just getting taking the 24 hours to sit and just like love god as much as you can like in like all fullness that you can give him because you have no distractions and then like if he did put something on your heart just to kind of like be able to sit with that um 
kind of thing. Yeah. Dang. That's really cool. I mean, I'm always like in, ingesting all these things because I'm hoping that will give me an edge when it comes to <laughs> knowing what's on the men's retreat coming up in, I think it's a week, a week from this Friday, yeah, I think. something like that. But how are try- you? How are you feeling going into it? I'll tell you what. It's gonna be an it's gonna be an experience because at this point, it's it's gonna be an experience in two different ways. Number one, I think I'm in the same boat as you in terms of mm-hmm. I've never been on a full silent retreat before, mm-hmm. and so what I'm used to and what it's going to be are going to be two completely different things. And yeah. so for that, I am nervous a little bit because anytime that you enter the unknown, it can be a little bit nerve wracking. But also the second thing is I feel that it's a – I actually feel that it's a perfect retreat for me to go to. And the reason why is that one of the things that way back at Leadership Day that I wanted to (laughs) kind of reflect on as – like this was in January. As time goes on is that Mm -hmm. now that I'm graduating college, where do I go next and how do I take the lessons that I've learned at the CSC throughout these past four years with me? Whenever you have like a retreat with a particular theme or whatnot, you're directed, your prayers directed towards that theme, which is great. But kind of having a nice retreat to be able to really just reflect and pray with God is kind of a, hey, this is an opportunity to be able to take a full 24 hours to be able to reflect on what you want to reflect on. Or in my case, that when I graduate and go off into the great big world, how am I taking all the lessons that I've learned, not only at this retreat, but all seven prior retreats and through all these experiences <laughs> and whatnot, how to take them like out there. Cause I mean, the Catholic Terps is a fantastic like environment to be in, but mm-hmm. once you graduate, it's no longer like Catholic Terps are always there, but oh yeah, they're not always there. I can't just stroll on the campus, you know, Tuesday after I finish my job, just walk <laughs> into the CSC. Hey guys. Uh, hey guy, what's up? Now look at that old man. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> but I'm looking for, I'm looking for, I'm nervous a little bit because it's not something that I'm used to. I'm, uh, this is a personal opinion of mine. It would have been nice for it to be co-ed because I feel like there's a large subsection of people that I was with retreat for like all four years or like all <laughs> seven retreats before this. And I don't get that like final hurrah, but you know what? You got to count the blessings that are there. And exactly. I'm looking forward for yeah. a time to like really be able to take 24 hours and like actually mm-hmm. reflect on what's going on and truly just give it all to God versus yes. trying to adjust like adjusting my life to something new instead of taking what I have and giving it to God and seeing what he says back yeah yeah dude I feel like that's kind of a really great place to like be in going into it yeah I'm excited I'm excited hopefully I my fingers are also crossed that uh for those of you who aren't at UMD uh we're currently in a lockdown at the moment so yes uh, finger fingers crossed that that it lifts by the time that the men's retreat gets here because you know it'd be nice to have a full csc retreat mm-hmm. like so to speak but you know what if it ends up being virtual it's god's not going to let that like detract from the experience oh no though i will say so. because um yeah like i said earlier in the episode because of on friday there was like the five person limit and we weren't sure like Father Conrad hadn't gotten word for sure if that like applied to the CSC or not kind of thing. Um, because usually in the past, like with like stuff with worship, um, we've still been able to have like mass 
um, as long as people, like, we have the pews, you know, like, marked six feet apart and everything like that. Um, and so we weren't quite sure what was going to happen on Friday. And so Friday, it was virtual up until all night adoration because he had gotten the, like, go ahead to do that. And then Saturday around noon was when the sequester in place email came out. And at noon, we kind of, um, like, everyone just had to go home and the rest of the retreat was virtual. But, like, even though that happened, um, we did get, a, like, a section in person. But, like, even though that happened, like, the retreat was still so cool. And I honestly, like, I I don't think that it could have gone better, you know? Like, and the reason why it could have gone better is because, like, I can't, I'm going to butcher this, but like Father Conrad said something in his talk of like, God knew that retreat was going to be like this before, like we knew anything about COVID kind of thing. Um, and like, that's why it couldn't have gone better. Um, so like, yeah, like hopefully, hopefully you guys are able to do it like socially distance in person, but you know what, if it doesn't, like, I think that's a really good way of looking at it with like how the perspective he put it in oh, i think it's beautiful god works in mysterious ways and so yes <laughs> you can't you can't put everything in terms of how you want it to be it's all going to end up being as god wants it to be exactly <laughs> that's how it always works isn't it <laughs> amen amen i think with that honestly we're kind of getting close to the end of time so we might just want to end here for today we should definitely check in with you post men's retreat Treat couple weeks we'll be on it wait for that god moment yeah i think that'll be kind of cool just to like hear the follow-up with this here's a now and i don't know or here will be then two weeks will be now yeah that's i think how that's i I think that's how it works (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly all right all right everyone uh thank you for joining us and have a wonderful week see you all real soon see you guys